This is the Relentless Podcast. My name is Christine. I'm a small business owner and student of success. I have become obsessed with talking with other entrepreneurs about their strategies, struggles, tactics, and routines. One of the key qualities that all of these individuals have in common, their ability to be relentless. Welcome back to a very special retail therapy episode of the Relentless Podcast. In addition to talking with today's guest about her entrepreneurial journey and hearing about her thriving business, we are going to talk shop, talk a little shit, (laughs) and talk about all the ups and downs of running a retail business. So welcome to the show, Amanda Rago. Thank you. So for people in the area who are not familiar with you, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into this business. So um, I, my name's Amanda Rago, and uh, I come from a background of hospitality. Okay. So I used to run restaurants, and I loved it. Yeah. And just by happenstance, I now own my own gift shop and eclectic goods store in downtown Geneva. Murphy's Market, correct? (laughs) So before we get into our retail therapy session, um, you were working with the Parker's franchise before, correct? Yep. There was uh, seven locations and I, I loved it. I lived and breathed everything about it. I reminisce about the days before COVID, yeah, um, when I would pull up to a new location every single day and go inside and you know try to inspire everybody, we'd come up with new dishes, new drinks, and you know just clean up and get to talk with all of the employees and yeah. customers. I loved that stuff. Yeah, um, but you know, COVID, COVID did a number on me. Yeah, and it's it's you know it just. It happens, you know, it was, it was mm-hmm. extremely stressful. I remember every single day I would have to tune it, you know, I'd have the owner, Pete, would call me and say, what are you doing? You know, cause he was in Florida. Yeah. And I would say, "I you can't call me right now. I have to watch the governor's, yeah. you know. A daily uh, update yeah. of re- regulations, yeah. Which got, it got very frustrating because, um, I, I absolutely had to listen to that. And yeah. I had to listen very clearly. I had to write everything down. Mm-hmm. Um, I know other restaurant owners and managers felt the same way because as soon as it was said, it was enforced. Right. But it was also not very clear. Yeah. Things were, <laughs> yeah. Things were insane. I mean, yeah. they had sting operations going around um, after, you know, uh, one of his... Um, What's what I'm looking for? Press conference. Yes, thank you. Uh, <laughs> one of his press conferences, and it was like, "Are you kidding?" I didn't realize yeah. that this was like this right now. <laughs> yeah. So it was every day. It was something new, and you know, there was there was a big change in hospitality. Yeah. Um, about how you take care of your employees mm-hmm. and how you take care of your customers, and when to stand up for your business, and when to stand up for your customers, and it, it was a very it was the end of the customer's always right. Yeah. And well, and there was, I mean, God love customers, but there was some customer abuse coming at you guys hard. Was And insane. I think everybody was freaking out, rightfully so. Nobody yeah. knew what was happening. And I mean, you know, and I don't think leadership really knew what was happening or how to manage it. So a lot of the regulations being thrown at you didn't make a whole lot of sense. And they wanted to ask you why. Yeah. <laughs> And you're like, 
I don't know either, dude. Just follow yeah. me. You know what I mean? I, I, on multiple times a day, I would yeah. get phone calls from um, restaurant employees from all seven locations. Yeah. Hey, a customer came in. Can we let them inside? Yeah. Do they have to wait outside? Do they have to wear their mask? Do they have to do yeah. this? Do they have to order food with alcohol? Can they still buy growlers? I mean, it was an absolute yeah. shit show. Yeah. It was insane. Yeah. And to run seven of them, I mean, all the managers were really great and everybody. Yeah. But I, w I was losing my mind. My yeah. husband was like, you can't keep doing this. Yeah. And I went through a very deep depression. I It was um, at the end of August of 2021 or 2020, 2020. And I said, I, I, I'm taking a, a break here. Yeah. You know, I, I need to take a vacation. And yeah. he was like... What, who who's gonna do this or whatever? And I was like, figure it out. Yeah, I'm doing this. I'm taking a week and it. a half. Yeah. And the first day that I was off, I had our new executive chef who is gone. I wish I never hired him. Yeah. Um, but you know, called. Hey, we're getting sued because of this or whatever. And I was oh like, my gosh. Paul P. You know, yeah. I started seeing a therapist. It was amazing. I recommend everybody goes to a therapist. Yeah, I really do. It, yeah. it does you wonders. Yeah, just to be able to talk to somebody who's yeah, not on a side and yeah, just hear you out. Yep. But um, it was shortly after that where I said, you know what, I need. I started putting pressure on Pete. Mm -hmm. we, I was hired. We had an agreement. Um, it was his retirement plan where, you know, he would we, we just had an agreement. Yeah, that we were going to sure. do this and I would end up owning all seven. OK. And take over and he can live out his retirement life. Yeah. I get what I've always wanted, which was mm -hmm. to, you know, own my own hospitality business. Yeah. And, you know, it was we both made out in the end. Um, yeah. But that didn't happen. Yeah. And I think a lot of the stresses of covid we started butting heads really, really bad. Yeah. Um, and we're still friends, you know? Yeah. We, it's, it's totally fine. It, it was all business. And yeah. we both know that. Great. But, no, I was like, there, I hit a, a wall where I said, yeah. I want to do something that makes me happy. So I started looking inside and it's, you know, what does make me happy? Mm -hmm. I like to give. Yeah. So... And that what was. are you good at? Because I think you and I, when we talked privately too, you were saying that, you know, you, you've kind of been known for your gift giving yep. and your ability to put unique goods together in a, and package them in a special way. It's not just, here's your gift, here's the thing. It's all about that. So it was like, you finally had this opportunity to step back and say, what do I like? What makes me happy? And what am I good at? And can I make money doing it? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like that that perfect, you know, sometimes looking back, it's like you can almost see things coming together at a certain time. And yeah. it sounds like that's what happened for you. It did. Um, I remember it was a Sunday. Uh, we always go to my in-laws on Sunday for dinner. Mm -hmm. um, and I just said to my husband, I said, I'm just, I'm not up for it. And he was like, okay, you know, and he left and it was like five minutes after, I was like, I got it. I know <laughs> what I'm going to do. Yeah. So he came home. I mean, he saw me like very down and out. And then he comes home with the kids and I'm like, I'm going to quit my job <laughs> and start my own business. He's like, honey, have and you been like, drinking? What the fuck is happening? <laughs> but he, he's yeah. so supportive. Anything that yeah. I needed, he was like, what? Yeah, what I got to do. He just wanted to see me happy, which was yeah. which was really great. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, 
my husband and I have had conversations like that too. And I mean, you know, it gets to the point where I'm like, I would rather that we struggle with money for a little bit Mm -hmm. than see you living a life that you're not happy with. I mean, one of the things that COVID and just becoming like a real ass grown up is you start to realize that your time is limited and that, I mean, you can have your whole life planned out and things are going to change. And so it's like, I just don't want to waste time doing something that makes me feel empty. I want to do something even when it's hard, Mm -hmm. even when we cry and yell and have days where we're like, oh my God, why did I do this? There are still so many more times where it just fills you up. And so- Less regrets. You know, um, and actually what inspired this episode while we're on this line here is that the last few months preparing for our holiday seasons coming up and coming out of a summer, um, you and I both had a little bit of like a physical manifestation of anxiety and stress from business. So I'm like, Amanda, we need to have a talk on the mic <laughs> and talk about what's going on. So tell us a little bit about what what was going on. So I had an insane summer. Yeah. Um, I, I, luckily, I had um, an intern. It was my cousin. She's the only other person that has worked with me. Uh-huh. And so I had her to lean on. But at the end of August, she left. She went back to school at Cortland. Yeah. Um, so here it's just me again. And I can't. <laughs> I, got, I have to prep for holiday, fall. You know, um, I do a ladies' night every month. Yeah. Uh, and I just felt like, all of these new, big, exciting things yeah. were happening. So yes, I was very excited, but it was also I was going for a grant, yeah. um, a oh my huge God. grant, and I had to write. I had to write it myself. Um, so not only was I going for my own grant, I also do some administrative work for a friend of mine for his hospitality businesses. In your free time, yeah. you do that, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah yes. Um. But I, it, I don't know if I'll ever leave hospitality. It's it's gonna somehow incorporate into my business. I yeah. do know that as it grows. Yeah. But, um, so I I was essentially writing two grants, oh and gosh. you know I, I just I had one of these weeks where it was super exciting, mm-hmm. but I felt the pressure. Yeah. And um, I it was a Friday. I went down to work, and all of a sudden, you know, I started shaking. I started feeling a little lightheaded, and I thought, I need maybe I need some sugar. Yeah. And so I opened up one of those Celsius drinks, and then I thought, you know, maybe an energy drink is not what I need right now. <laughs> so I just started chugging water, and it just got worse and worse and worse. And so. I mean, I always knew that I had undiagnosed anxiety, yeah. but I didn't realize it was this bad. So um, it really presented itself. I thought I was having a heart attack. Yeah. I ended up, you know, on all fours on the the, the floor of my store. I called nine one one saying I, I have a heart attack. Yeah. Um. And you know, everybody everybody's anxiety attacks are different, but this was the first time I actually felt like this. Yeah. Um. I thought I was dying. Yeah. I actually said to the dispatcher please don't let me die. I have two kids. Yeah. And she, you could just hear it in her voice. She was like, I promise they're going to be right there. Yeah. Um, and so I ended up in the emergency room for hours. Yeah. Uh, you know, on, they ended up giving me drugs. I think it was Ativan. Mm-hmm. I'm not a, I'm not a pill popper or anything like that, but I left the emergency room with six pills. Yeah. And I was like, thank God, because if I, at, at the, the smallest inkling, 
that it would happen again, I would pop one of those pills. It's the scariest feeling. It, well, I have never felt like that before. It was, it was outrageous. Just every, everything coming through. I mean, I was hooked up to a 12 lead EKG. Yeah. While they're testing my blood sugar on the phone with the woman, the grants were due that day by three. Oh my God. (laughs) On the phone with the woman from Ostranders, you know, Nicola, you have to call David West. Like, you have to let him know I need an extension. This is an emergency. I can't, I cannot lose out on this. I cannot let this other man lose out on this just because of what's going on. Right. Luckily, you know, they helped me out. Yeah. uh, Because I was, even on these drugs, I was, I was a a zombie for days. And my husband was very concerned. And yeah. And I was looking forward to this doctor's appointment, which didn't work out. Yeah. You know? (laughs) Yep. So so that had to be so scary. And I mean, I've I've had- You had something go on too, didn't you? I did, actually. (laughs) What, two days before mine? I read your post and I was like, it happens to the best of us. And it's like, (laughs) I go through (laughs) I basically give you permission to have your meltdown. (laughs) No, so um, yeah, this actually wasn't, panic attack, but I, I was not feeling myself. And I, I've had vasovagal syncope in the past from pain, um, where like the pain will get really, really bad. It shoots my blood pressure up. My body's like, "Uh uh-oh, and kicks it back down and I drop. But I had never had it from stress. Yeah. And I was at work the night before and I was in the back room and I was like, we're, we're bringing in all of our Christmas stuff, which if anybody doesn't know, Christmas is like a year round process. So like I get the orders in, in January. And you change your whole store around. Your Literally. entire st- like yeah, every you go from everything regular to every single thing is Christmas yes. almost. Yeah, I I don't know how you I do put myself in this situation, <laughs> but we do. Christmas is my favorite time, and but so yeah, stuff starts arriving in July, um, and they arrive like multiple pallets at a time. It's you know getting everything opened. You have fourteen days to get them in if you ha- are going to put in a claim. And then we have to find a place to store it. Mm -hmm. I mean, storage is not very easy in a lot of these old buildings. So we store it. It has to get then put into the system. It's just a huge thing. And and we're in tight quarters. And so I was in the back and I was probably like tripping over cardboard. And I was just like, I just need to like get this ready. And I dropped. Mm. And I was like, you know, I probably I had recorded a podcast that day. I'm like, I probably I I probably just didn't eat. Like I got to same as you. I'm like, I got to drink some water. I must be dehydrated. So I went to bed early that night, went out on my walk the next day. And I I think I was going to come in here and I'm on my walk and I'm like, this is great. Well, it happened again in my driveway. All of a sudden I start seeing the stars and I go down and I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. I'm like, okay, this is just and and again, it was like. Nothing is wrong with me medically. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I start thinking about it and I'm like, I feel like last October I had some tests done too to, because because literally the okay. stress manifests itself into this physical symptom and it's real. Yeah. I mean, I, I did have an episode once where I had a full-on panic attack. I actually keep my staff laughs at me. I have baby aspirin in my purse because I'm so afraid it's going to lead to a heart baby attack. Baby aspirin. I have hydroxyzine. There we go. Ready to so, go. <laughs> so, but I mean, and it's, you know, everybody talks about the stress, but I don't know that enough people talk about the fact that it's it can be 
be so much and you can literally have moments where you fall apart and like you and I were talking off camera our generation is built to like go hard keep going you know do all these things and it's like if you don't take some time for yourself like something's going to give you a day off yep you know and so you're not going to be able to choose that day off yeah and and that's terrifying and especially like for you you have children and so it's like you know I'm you need to show, show up <laughs> as I, a mom in a way because if i if there's something that especially when my intern is at school um i'm just I, I don't have anybody else right now. So if there's yeah. something, one of my kids are too sick to be able to keep them in the back room at the store or, you know, like with what happened last Friday, I have to close. Yeah. And that, you know, closing on a Friday. Yeah. And it's still tourist season. Yeah. Um, it ain't good. Yeah. <laughs> that affects. And that adds stress too. Yeah, and it yeah. does. Because, you know, as as much as I was happy, I wasn't having a heart attack and that I was yeah. alive. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, this is another thing that's wrong with our generation. I thought, how much revenue did I miss out on today? Yeah. Because I had to close. Yeah. Well, and, you know, when you texted me, too, one of the things that I I, I think I sent you, I'm like, one more thing. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, just so you know, this isn't your inability to manage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was like, this happens to me. Yep. This I've talked to other people. This has happened to them. Um, it's... It's a lot. And, you know, and that's why we were talking the other day about how um, someone was like, you know, you just can't take people being rude personally. Like, don't take it personally. It's not about you. And it's like, I know. It's true. It's yeah. not. It's like, but it's so fucking personal because it is. it's like I'm literally putting my health and my wellness and my time and everything. You know, when you're at the store and doing things, it's time away from your kids. Yep. And it's time away from your husband. And it's so it's like it is personal because you are giving so much of yourself to this. And it's like, I think it's really important for people listening because not just in retail, everybody goes yep. through these, you know, stressful seasons and it's like i think people need to know like it's not you it's hard yeah. sometimes you know <laughs> and and another thing with um you know like i said before covid it was always the customer's always right yeah um i am someone who really likes to let people know if you're gonna if you're gonna give it to me and you're gonna be rude, yeah, I'm gonna give it right back. Yeah, and I'm gonna let you know you're wrong. Yeah, I'm just I'm that type of person, mm -hmm. and you know I just COVID did a number on me. It changed me mentally. Yeah, where you know if you come in my store and you say who the fuck is Murphy? Yeah, why like who who is this? Like what is this store? Yeah, you know this used to be a bar. What the hell's going on here? Yeah, it's like what the hell do you think is going on? Here? I know it's my fucking store. <laughs> Get the fuck out. You think I have time to deal with your bullshit? No. Chances are that person's not going to buy shit from me anyways. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, you know, it's those moments. It's so unnecessary. It is. And I don't know when the lines of communication got blurred. I mean, I'm never somebody who would go on someone's Facebook or Instagram post and, and talk crap. It's just not me. But I know there are people out there who do that. But there were people who would do that there, but not in real life. Yeah. And somewhere it crossed over to like, oh, this is a business. This isn't a person. I mean, I, I read some of the messages that Brad has gotten on photos too. Mm -hmm. 
And I'm like, over a magnet? Yeah. Like, you're going to eviscerate someone, tell them that their business is terrible. You're never going to order from them again. They usually do. Yeah. And, you know, how dare he not respond to that 10 p.m. message and wait till 8 o'clock the next morning? And it's just like... It's the no offense, but who do you think you are, and how you you really think you're the center of the universe? I mean, I completely agree, and it's that's so, honestly the timing on things too. So yes. if you bring that up, where you know somebody sends you an email at you know nine fifteen p.m. and you don't get back to them until 10, 10 a.m. the next day when your workday starts, mm-hmm. they're like, "Why didn't I hear from you sooner?" Yeah. Guess what? I'm not Amazon. Yeah. I'm not. This is not how I work. I completely. Yeah put that disclaimer on every single one of my orders. Yeah. It's five to or three to five days for this, yeah. five to seven days for this. Yeah. I'm the only one here. Yeah. And I think that reasonable people, they understand. They get it. Yeah. And they appreciate because you are doing those, you're putting those extra touches on orders. Yep. The, this is an eclectic gifts market and you are finding unique things that you can't just find anywhere. Yeah. And and you know, and you don't take it lightly, because that's the other thing that you know. It's interesting, you know, when these things happen. And I think, oh, that person's ridiculous. They're just a miserable person. I will stew on that conversation for at least a week. <laughs> I will have like all these conversations in my mind. And again, I'm like, Show oh, but they don't matter. And my husband will be like, have you let that go? Yeah, I'm like, oh yeah, I haven't thought about it. And then I'm like, <laughs> laying awake at night because again, it is. It's personal and. Um, I was listening to um, Marilla and Beth have a podcast, and they were talking with Dick Austin from Bella's Steakhouse. And he was saying the same thing. He's like, you know, I've gotten better. I don't don't respond to customers right away. And he said, but if I have an employee come back in the kitchen in tears, Mm -hmm. he said, there's just no reason. There is nothing that can happen in that, you know, interaction that would give you the right to treat someone like that. And so- I've gotten better, particularly when people are rude to staff, which in my business, luckily, it doesn't happen very often, but um, because it's just so unnecessary. And and we do. We go above and beyond for people. Mm-hmm. I had to stop responding to messages late at night because I kept saying to myself, I go, I'm conditioning these people to message me late at night. Yep. And I literally will put the phone on silent. Mm-hmm. I have my Fitbit, so I'll see if a family's message comes through. But otherwise, we have a separate store phone now. I, I don't have anything come through to my private cell. And I had to set those that's boundaries. Right. That's really important, setting those boundaries. And yeah. that's what put me into a bad state. I mean, with COVID, with the owner of Parker's and you know the restaurant um, and everybody coming at you at once. Yeah. Not putting boundaries in place yeah. will completely ruin you. Yeah. And that is one thing that was very important to me when I started my business mm-hmm. is I said, I will, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it right. You know, mm-hmm. you build it, they will come. Like, yeah. I know that I can do this. Yeah. But I'm not going to do this, 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 and this. Yeah. I will always have Sundays and Mondays off. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just that my kids are young. I have two boys under six. Yeah. And I want to go to their school functions. I want to yeah. do this. I would rather close my store for an hour to yeah. go and see their school play. Or yeah. see them graduate from kindergarten. Yeah. Um, versus sit at my store, you know, for the lunch hour where, you know, yeah. three or four people come in. It's, I'm sorry. You can, yeah. You can work around my hours. You can work around this. I'm very forward with 
what I have to offer. And mm -hmm. if I can't do something, I'll tell you. I'll let you know right away. Or, hey, I made a mistake. Or, yep. hey, this. Yeah. Um, be respectful of my boundaries. And yep. you know, I, I, I try not to answer anything late at night. Yeah. I find that the right people respect respect that they do um and you know and it is it's a hard thing i'm a people pleaser so i want everyone to love me and like me and approve approve of everything i do and you know all the things but i have gotten so much better um you know we have a, a few people online too and there was there was one woman i i i blocked her um and she i don't even know if she knows <laughs> but there were always just little comments and they were they were just nasty yeah, and unnecessary. And and I finally was like, you know what? We don't need this. And actually, it was a, a comment that they made about one of my staff, which put me over the edge because yeah. I was like, I, I can take it. But yeah. <laughs> but I was like, no, this is just, nope, we don't need it. It's it's just, I think it's healthy to create that and, and just focus on the customers who are amazing because, I mean, we yeah. have so many, you know, and um, it, it just makes for a better better working environment. My therapist actually pointed something out to me because I, you know, I walked in there one day and I was like, why are people just assholes? Yeah. Why do, why do they go out of their way to be an asshole to me? Yeah. Well, I am like me and the staff is doing everything that they can to try and make it so that you can still come in and eat. Yeah. You know, because at this time I was working yeah. back in the restaurant industry. Why are people just straight yeah. assholes? Yeah. And he said, that's their own insecurity. Yeah. Which kind of put things into perspective for me. Yeah. So people who hide behind their computer or hide behind their phone mm -hmm. and just leave nasty messages online or comments where everybody can see, yeah. it's it's their own insecurity. And yeah. once, I, once that was put into perspective for me, it's like, okay, all mm -hmm. right, now yeah. that's it. I get it. Yeah. 100%. So you can say whatever you want to, but. Yeah. Well, now I want to shift a little bit. So we talked, we're getting ready for the holiday season. So what's what's coming up for you? What are you what are you working on for that? Anything exciting? I'm scared. <laughs> is this this is your second Christmas in business, this right? This is my second Christmas. Okay. But it's my first Christmas at my permanent location. Okay. That's so right. You did the pop-up last year. I did a pop-up. Right. Okay. Pop up, which yep. is kind of like dipping my toes into the yep. Um, the brick and mortar world to see if it would work. And yeah. know, on week two, I sat there and I said, this is, I need a spot. Yeah. So now that I have my own place, um, I it's very intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> um, Christmas is, I mean, if you're in the hospitality industry, it is like a Friday night in the middle of summer on the best Mm -hmm. you know, sunniest night where everybody wants to party. Yeah. Or it's commencement weekend at Hobart and William Smith and every single family wants to come in and die. I mean, yeah. that's, you know, eight weeks of holiday. That's exactly what it is. Right. And it's balls to the wall, busy all the time. And yeah. I, it's intimidating. Yeah. Um, I've started, I've ordered my products and mm -hmm. I've been, you know, getting my gift boxes. Mm-hmm. In and you know, trying to figure out how to do the you know, ready to ship stuff. Yeah, um, I do a lot of uh custom gifts, so those yeah. are kind of on the fly, but yeah. yeah, it's insane. My store is small, I have zero storage. Uh, yeah. you know, I was telling you, I have a basement which uh -huh. I 
Panios. Yeah. I want to yeet myself off the stairs. Yeah. Um, onto, you know, the fifth stair. Yep. Because my, my landlords built uh, a bathroom over the first, you know, three stairs, which is it's up to code, but yeah. you know, it, these old buildings are bizarre. It's, I know. And I, I'm yeah. in a downtown building too. You yeah. know, it's I love, absolutely love the character that it right. offers. Yep. It's amazing. But you know, it's little things like that where yeah. comes yeah. with quirks and no storage. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, but you know, that's another thing is I, I have to figure out where I'm gonna store everything. I yeah. have to figure out how I'm gonna display things. I mean, this is this is my first time. Yeah. And you know. Somebody living with anxiety when I get yeah. overwhelmed, it's like, I need to take a nap. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm excited for you because it's every year I go into it. And like I say, Christmas is like my Super Bowl. Yeah. I've loved Christmas mm-hmm. since I was little. When I Me too. first was diagnosed with anxiety and I would um, I was using distraction, I would put on a Christmas movie. Like that really? was like my warm hug was like Christmas. So now fast forward to me being in business and it's like I still have this adoring love for Christmas, all things Christmas, but it's also tied up with Same. this yeah. crazy amount of stress. So every year I go into it and I'm like, Christine, be in the moment. Enjoy this. Because I keep reminding myself too that like for the most part, it's good stress. You know, um, like I say, we don't have a ton of customers who get like that holiday shopping rude. Like yeah. that's very – few and far between. For the most part, people come in and they're genuinely excited to be there. And I love seeing them, you know, looking at everything. And so I always try to like be present. And, you know, every year we've gotten a little bit better at preparing for things ahead of time. Like you say, get your ready to ship stuff. Mm -hmm. Get it, you know, in advance as much as you can. One of the toughest things and I don't know if other industries are the same way, but like I say, stuff starts shipping in July, and this is our first year that we're on terms, and it was out of necessity because I used to outlay all of the money uh-huh. in July, and I mean, our Christmas order is about $85,000, so it was like, you're coming out of June and July, which That's suck. Insane, the J months suck. If anybody doesn't know, support local in those months. They're terrible. Yep. But... Um, and then you're outlaying this money, and then it sits on the shelves until it November. Dies. Yep. And so this was the first time. So if you're not on terms, I'm telling you, it's a it's a game changer because now at least the invoices don't come due till December first, um, because the constant juggling that you have to do of finances and cash flow is I'm still getting my bearings and we're eight it, years it in. Is hard. <laughs> it is really hard. There's been um, quite a few times where uh, the first time was actually when I, when I first started getting orders in um, through my website. Yeah. And, you know, it says on there, deposits next day. Uh-huh. It does not. It does not. It has to clear. Correct. It comes in, you know, five, six days later. Yep. And it's like, oh, my God, I have bills coming. You know, just yes. trying to figure out all those yeah. things because it's – I go through my website. Another yeah. website could be different. You know, yeah. just I, – I, I did a lot of research, but maybe not on the right thing. It, it, it yeah. didn't – it's it's hard. The yeah. the juggle is real. I am it not is. gonna lie. It is 
real. There's a lot of transfers going on from all the time. Account and, yeah. and you try and keep things as right as they can be. Yep. It's it's hard. It is. It is. And I mean, I think that that contributes a lot to the anxiety we yeah. talked about mm-hmm. because it is. And I mean, and for you, you know, it's it's juggling all of that. For me too, I worry about my people. I'm like, I can't pay them late. They have I bills. Yep. I'm like, so, okay. So like you say, personal account, I'm covering yep. this till the deposit goes in. And, and you know, and I, I have moments where I'm like, what am I missing? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I've got to be missing something here and I'll, you know, and I'll talk to people. And that's when someone told me about terms too, which when I first started out, I didn't really have great established credit. So they're like, we need to see, you know, from three brands that you are. In, and I'm like, I, but I just started. I yeah. don't, I don't have that. And they're like, well, what, are, what terms are you? So what, what are your terms? I'm on a net 60 with yep. a certain platform. Uh-huh. Those are the only terms that I have. So all of our stuff uh, through FAIR, which is our clothing and our candles um, and poppy popcorn, we have um, Net60 with them. Mm -hmm. And then with um, Creative Co-op and Raz Imports, our home lines, like I say, I was paying with either credit card or our line of credit up front and then doing it that way. Um, But it was tying up money. And because we carry clothing and home, Mm I would, you know, spend all the money on our line of credit on the Christmas stuff, which was sitting, but our home or our clothing stuff, we had to do drops every week because yeah. it just goes I so fast. It. I've seen that. And so it was like, shit, like I can't keep up with the demand and yeah. I don't want, like people will move on so quick if they you don't will. have stuff. And so Absolutely. having enough and buying enough is just, it's something I struggle with um, because we carry such a a big product line. And so sometimes I'm like, God, I really shot myself in the foot by doing this. Including too, you have to, with the amount of sizes that you offer. Oh, yes. It's it's insane the amount of income that you have to, you know, dish into that upfront. Yes. That's and that's another thing. I I offer I don't, I don't even want to call them lines, but I have um, two different clothing uh, vendors. And one's a local t-shirt company yeah. called Mighty Seneca. Yeah. They give me whatever colors they want, whatever sizes they have, and yeah. that's it. And then a friend of mine does um, Buffalo Bills. Yes, I uh, love that. Uh, like sweatshirts and, yep. you know, kids' t-shirts and stuff like that. And, you know, a lot of people will say, you know, do you have this in this size? And it's like, what I have is out there. Because I know. I, that's what I have. I yeah. don't I don't know how you do that. I cannot yeah. no clothing here. I can't. It's do that. it's challenging and it's funny because when we started we didn't have clothing. We were just home goods yeah. and jewelry. I made jewelry. And um I finally I was like, you know, I, I just I felt like there was a need mm-hmm. for it. And because basically any clothes that people got locally was either like out at the outlet mall or TJ Maxx. And I'm like, okay, you know, I think there's and I've always loved clothing. I've had an eye for it. Um, And it was just something that felt right to me. And so we did it. And one of the biggest questions we get, do you carry plus sizes? Mm -hmm. And for the longest time, we didn't. We had uh, product lines like POL where like I'm in a small. So like they run nice yeah. and full. And so there were, you know, options for people. But so we take the leap, we get the plus sizes and they sit. And now all of a sudden we have Hell all this money timed up, tied Damn. up in that. And the smalls sell out the first day. Every time we drop something, smalls are gone. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. So I'm like, you know what? Maybe we don't have enough variety. So I'm like, okay, 
we're going to get jeans. We got leggings. We got sweatshirts. We got. I'm like, okay. We brought in a swim line. I'm like, we got to get plus swim. Yeah. Very few of the plus sizes go. But then you'll get. But shit then if you we'll don't get someone it. who will come in and be like, I'm so happy you have this. I can't. And I'm like, damn it. Ah. <laughs> I'm like, I was just going to cut the line. But and so that has been a real challenge because I had to say to myself, I'm like, okay, I can either double the packs of small through large mm-hmm. and fee- fill the need of people who are wanting the smalls and mediums, yep. or I can hope that these are going to reach people. And and so that's been a, a struggle. And, you know, for people who don't know, when you order clothes, you don't – it's not a la carte. You're getting a yeah. pack. Yeah. So – and and sometimes, a lot of times, they tell you. They'll say it's 321 or 222, and yep. this is how it's coming. So you can't just say, okay, we have a lot of need for, like, an extra large or 1X, so I'll just get that. So, you know, each – just to get another sweater in can be a $300 pack yeah. just for one item. And so it, it's it's challenging. Um and then there's minimums. And oh, then, there, yes. you know what I mean? There's, yeah. There is a lot to, when people complain about what you do or don't offer. Yeah. Um, you know, I've had people come in and say, well, you know, I really wanted this, but you don't have it anymore. It's, you know, I'm sorry, I can't get that. Well, why not? Yeah. Because just to order that one product, I have to spend five hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and they don't have anything good that I want right yeah. now. I'm sorry. What this is? What's going on? You're just. Yeah. You're, I won't have that until holiday, or yeah. I won't have that until spring. Yeah. And well, and there's something people like that they're finding things at your store that they don't see everywhere, mm-hmm. and you don't want to oversaturate the market. No. This is like the line you have to walk because. I mean, we live in a small area, yeah. and so you don't want everyone walking down the street with the same sweater or the same cute hat or whatever. Yeah. And, yeah, I had a woman come in today, and she's like, I saw a sweatshirt here last September. <laughs> and Jenna and I are kind of like, <laughs> and she's like, you don't by any chance have that still, do you? And, and I mean, it's one of those moments like, you're like, freaking kidding me like first of all do you we must you think we don't sell anything correct to carry it for 12 months yeah well clothing wise yeah i mean and, uh, there are some things where i i will always carry it i mean yes. I, I i do i don't have i don't really have sales right i try and keep things if i'm going to order something for holiday it's minimal yeah. Be- or I, if I have any left, I'm keeping it until the following year. Yep. I, I want things to be yes. broad. I want to be able to keep them. I don't want to waste money. Yeah. Um. So, you know, that type of stuff, it, I, I, I get it. I, yeah. Yeah. We have our, you know, now that we have food and our eco candles have always been a staple and things like that, it's, you know, we we try to never let those get to zero anymore. That's that's really the goal. But, you know, like I say, it's it's kind of part of the process and part of the fun. Like we do these weekly drops for clothes and Mm -hmm. people know if you want it, you're grabbing that item because it's not going to be here in a month. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you have that thing where people will be like, oh, I'll think on it. Maybe I'll come back. And then they come back three months later and they're like, oh, you don't have my size or else someone will send me a message with the cry faces. And I'm like, you know, you thought it was a sales pitch when we told you to like jump on it. But it's like, it's not, you know what I mean? And it's just a hard, hard thing to balance. But, you know, like you said before, we're not Amazon. And so we can't have 1,000 of this product unless it's the only one in the store. There's some things (laughs) where I only have three of. Yeah. Where I only – that maybe don't move as quickly, but I know will sell. Yeah. To a cer- you know, to a certain extent. And when they're gone, they're gone. Yeah. 
Um, I do try and, like I said, I, I, I do have a lot of staples in my store that will probably be in there for a while. Yeah. Because I just know that they'll they'll fit in any gift box. They'll, yeah. you know, they're really good for stocking stuffers or, or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They're very broad spectrum. So I will keep them in there. But, you know, other things, when it's gone, it's gone. Yeah. And What's your process for putting in orders? Do you go to shows? Do you do it online? I've been doing shows. Me either. <laughs> I haven't either. And my friend, um, she runs Rustic Barn in Connecticut. And every year she's like, did you book Atlanta? And I'm like, no. But I, I'm a little bit intimidated to go because- Is it like auction style? No. So they have, they have it set up. It's basically like this massive mall and it's hundreds of brands. They have all their stuff out. So it's a really good way to discover brands that you yeah. might not know. It's basically like, are you familiar with FAIR? Uh, that's the only. That's okay. pretty much one of the only platforms that I use. So it's basically that in person. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> so it's terrifying, and I'm like, I have to go with a budget. What? <laughs> like, There's I feel like so it would be brands unfair that we so hard discovered yet. So hard. So I do. It is my goal to go. Um, it's one of those things too that they're in January and then they're in the summer. So it's okay. it's one of those things where I'm like, I need to like put that in my budget so yeah. that I can say like, okay, we're gonna go and do this, and so we just off. haven't yet. I know, <laughs> just write it off. Um, but yeah, so so you do it online as well. I do. Um, and I I stumbled across Fair. I I I don't even know how it was marketed. Towards me, I, I, I yeah. don't know. They're um, fantastic. We shifted all of ours to there. I love their, I love their terms. I love. I've gotten into. I've placed some orders that um, the businesses never fulfilled, and mm. it was just one of them was an overseas order. Okay. Uh, for bridal robes, like yeah. the satin bridal robes yeah. that I was going to customize, and they just the order was never fulfilled, and they just credited me right back. Yeah. Um. I love that, I mean, it's a good platform. Yeah. And I love that I can go on there and pretty much find anything that I want to. I'm inspired yes. by a lot of different things. Yeah. I, I surf Pinterest all the time. I surf the web all the time. I'm always just, things that I see on the street, I'll see a certain color and yep. I think, I need this color. Yeah, in the same way. I'm thinking something like this. I don't know. I just get inspired all the time. And I love that, um, you know, certain platforms like that makes it easier for us to get those types of items to get to our customers. Yeah. I also make a lot of my stuff. I I was going to ask you about that because I know you do a lot of the projects and stuff. And they... (laughs) ass right now, Christine. If you were to see some of the things that I'm making, uh, I... There's just little piles of messes everywhere because oh I have gosh. really bad ADHD. Uh huh. It's both really good and really bad. Yeah. Business. Yep. Um, but I will go from one thing to the other um, whenever I feel like it. Like last night, I was making glass. Uh, they're like made of beads, but glass. Um, ornaments okay. are in the shape of grapes. Oh my gosh. And it's like different colored gold in light green and dark green, um, you know, teardrop beads. Yeah. They're like in this spiral. Oh, fun. And with like a golden leaf on top and like this small little um, linen uh, tag that's, that says Seneca Lake because, you know, I have a cricket, oh, how so cool. I everything. And yeah. 
it takes a million hours to make. Yep. But, you know, somebody's going to talk shit about it being $22. Say, it's like, they're gonna go, what do you think this is? I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, it, it is handcrafted yeah. goods. Oh, but my gosh. I have that. I have garlands, um, wreaths. My, uh, I wasn't able to do it last year, but I'm very determined to do it this year. Okay. Last year, um, my husband, we bought, it was like a 10-foot tree, Christmas tree. Okay. And he shaved off like two or three feet. Mm-hmm. Because we have like seven-foot ceilings. Yeah. It. So <laughs> we needed a shorter tree. But then he shaves off the, the branches and I make garlands and stuff oh, out of cool. bottom ones. And I wasn't able to sell them last year. But this year I'm I'm going all out. I'm making, you know, yeah. Be fun to do like a wreath making night or something for one of your ladies' nights. That would be fun. So actually, <laughs> when if we want to talk growth of the market, uh huh. Um, when I say that I want to bring hospitality into, yeah, uh, there's a lot of things that I've been working on. Okay. So I I want to get a liquor license. Okay. At some point. Yeah. And this isn't like you know giving away all my ideas, but I want to. Get a liquor license so that you can have a glass of champagne and shop. Yeah. But also, I can offer private events. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you can come and have a couple glasses of wine or whatever and learn how to make a wreath. Yeah. Uh, my friend is an amazing, my best friend, an amazing makeup artist. Yeah. And she said, there's a lot of people that don't know how to do makeup yeah. for their age. Yes. Um, do you want to do a class? I have all these opportunities yeah. to do these classes, yeah. which I'm very excited about, you know, making your own perfume, like clean perfumes and yeah. stuff like that. I just need the space yeah. because having to transform my entire store for one yes. is hard. It's tough. And I have all of my furniture I've thrifted um, yeah. somehow. I've mm-hmm. either picked it up off the side of the road or bought it for, you know, $3. Yep. Um, but moving it is hard. It's like old industrial things. spools and, and yes, yes. And it, I'm here <laughs> by myself and, you know, I have to say to customers that walk in, don't mind me. I know. <laughs> You know, as I some speed sweat are dripping down my face, I'm just, you know, yeah. rearranging. Yep. Sorry, I wasn't able to come in this morning. My son threw up. Yeah. Someone had a rash. And, yep. You know, <laughs> Life happened. Someone couldn't find their shoes. And, yeah. But yeah, I, there's classes and private events or something that yeah. I would, I'm, I'm very excited to be able to start offering them soon. I just have to find space. That's, <laughs> that's exciting. Yeah. I feel like there's definitely a market for that. And, and, you know, having more of a, like creating an experience with shopping for, you know, I think that's really exciting. And the, and the classes, I mean, anytime our, there's a, the artist lounge in Seneca Falls, she does like paint and sip and yep. there people love it. And it's just like, yeah. sometimes you just want to go out and have fun and not sit at a bar and have drinks, but actually like do something. People love to craft, but not everybody's like us who will just sit there and have piles of random stuff and, yep. you know, put it together and make it pretty. So I, I think also, that's awesome. I think that, um, and not to like dwell on COVID, which by the way, is like almost four years ago. Isn't that crazy? How that? I know. But it was such a shift in everybody. Like, it yeah. was just a shift in the universe. People stopped going out to eat late. You know, everybody yeah. wonders, how come, you know, how come every place closes in Geneva so early? And yeah. It's like, it's not us wanting to yeah. not be here for yeah. you or be open for you. It's that people stopped coming out late. Yes. That's one of the reasons why every place. So yeah. Geneva is actually one of those places where most places aren't open that way. Right. 
because people stopped coming. Yeah. Everybody wanted to go home, you know, and stay yeah. home. They wanted to come out earlier if they were going to come out at all. Yeah. Um, and that's another thing with the types of events that are offered. So I started offering this ladies night once a month. It's the yeah. only time where I do discounts. You come in, you pick an envelope. It's yeah. between 10 to 25% off. Yeah. Um, I usually, that's when I launch, you know, a lot of my new products. Yeah. Um, and I have refreshments and we have the Lynx permanent jewelry. Yeah. My friends are there doing that. Um, and people love it. In the first couple months, everybody has said, nobody does stuff like this anymore. I know. And it's like, you can't really blame people because people stopped coming. You I know? know. But I do think that there was definitely a shift and the market's yeah. out there. People want people want to yeah. do stuff, especially busy moms. Yep. They busy need moms, a, an excuse to go out and just say, you know what? Need I need time. to escape. Yep. I, I agree with you. And yeah, it, it's so hard because we do. We try to, you know, keep our ear and say, okay, what what are people doing? What are the patterns? What yep. are the shopping patterns? We adjusted our hours um, in the past, we we would close at five. Mm -hmm. And over the last year, I'm like, we are so busy from four to 445. And I I'm like, this is the busiest we were all day. And I'm like, mm -hmm. for the longest time, nobody came in after yep. three. Like, what the heck? So we adjusted. And now um, on our weeknights, we're open until seven. How's and it going? It's going very well. I'm telling you right now, it's summer I can look at the data. I can't figure out anything from yeah. summer. There is no usable information because, I mean, we would have times that would typically be busy mm -hmm. and we're like, thank God for online because this is like scary. And I'm like, it's like, is the road blocked off? Like yeah. it, it was wild because we would have no store traffic. And then on a Tuesday morning, we're like sweating. We're like, do you, you know, there's a line for the fitting room and we're just like, what? Like there's, it, it's so hard. But I just kept saying, I go, guys, we got to be consistent. That's what, if we're consistent, it'll be fine. And yeah. there are still some nights from five to seven where Jenna will do, you know, some of the back end work mm -hmm. and I'm perfectly fine with that. Yeah. And then there are other times where we'll have, you know, our biggest sales of the day between five and seven. So it is tough. And I'm a data-driven person. Yeah. So having it be my first year, I'm still within my first year because, yeah. I mean, I, I did a lot of stuff, you know, before I got my first actual brick and mortar. Yeah. But part of me thinks that doesn't really count. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Not, no, yeah. Data, I, yeah. I mean, I only have so much to go off of from that. Yeah. Um. But now, like, having my own brick and mortar, going – by the data, I still don't understand stuff. I don't know. Yeah. There's, I'll ask Yvette from Earthly Possessions. Yeah. Um. You know, hey, what do you expect for Columbus Day? And right. she'll throw something at me like, oh, it's one of our busiest days of the year. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. It are you is. Kidding me? Yep. And it, it's just, it's one of those things. Yeah. And so. I'm just flying by the seat of my pants right now. I yeah. have no idea what to expect. I know Christmas is going to be busy. Yep. Like I yep. get ready for Black yep, Friday, I, line up all the deals. I'm flying, <laughs> but I'm I'm just kind of I keep a journal, uh, you know, yeah. mostly every it's day helpful. of, you know, what were the busiest times or time frames, whether that's going to help me next year or not. I don't yeah. know because things are just ever changing. Yeah, I do. Um, I work with my uncle who was an accountant for Pfizer. He's retired now and I'm now he's my accountant. And uh, he, he'll he send me um, monthly year to year reports. So, uh -huh. and it's like, you can kind of start to see the trends. Cause I mean, and thank God for that. Cause like I say, the J months, January, June, July, 
are brutal for retail. I mean, in June, everybody's graduating. They're going to awards assemblies. It's very tough. The bulk of our orders come in online. And then July, everybody's on vacation. Yeah. So it's it's really tough. And, you know, I've I've had moments where I'm like, oh my God, we're we're done. Like I I messed up. I did something. But then I look back at the books and I'm like, oh, we had a dip here last year. Yeah. And then the next week's busy. And I'm like, okay, we're good. You know, <laughs> it's like that roller coaster. So it is helpful when you can kind of like okay, you say, be yeah. data driven and look and say, okay. These are the patterns. I just need to budget a little bit better to have some surplus here yeah. and, and go forward like that. It is. It's it's hard, especially transitioning between industries. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of people would think it would be the same. It is not. Very at different. All. So yeah. I would be able to tell you, you know, if there's a picnic holiday, uh, you know, 4th of July, Memorial Day, Labor Day, if it's rainy, we're open. Yeah. If, I, if I'm running a restaurant, you are open. That is going to be a super busy day. Yeah. If it's sunny, you're closed. Yeah. It is not the same for retail. No. I mean, I have pulled my hair out thinking, you know, okay, I'm, I'm going to close this day or okay, I feel comfortable closing. I'll offer, you know, 15% to go online or something. Yeah. And then I get all these messages, you know, are you open today? Are you open today? And I'm like, damn it. I know. What is wrong? <laughs> I know. It is... I so, know. Yeah, I'm flying by the seat of my pants and I'm trying yeah. not to I'm trying to cut myself some slack. Yes. Because yeah. you know, take a little yeah. grace with it and whatever yeah. comes my way comes my way. I've yeah. got a lot of good things going on, so hopefully it'll Yeah. Even out. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm excited for you. And I mean, is there anything any big lesson or anything that you've learned that you think if anybody's listening that they should hear that would have saved you some time or anything to round out the show with our, our therapy session here? Yeah. Um, I would say I'm a perfectionist mm-hmm. um, when it comes to details. Stop trying to be so perfect. Yeah. Um, stop trying to wait for things to be perfect to start. Yes. Um, or to, you know, do something new or it doesn't always have to be perfect. Yeah. Um, I would say that that has, it's, caused me a lot of issues. Yeah. Um, just trying to wait until everything is just so yeah. to be able to launch something or yep. do this. It doesn't have to be perfect. Yeah. Because other people are not going to see it the way that you are. You're your own worst yes. enemy. Yep. Biggest and, critic. Yep. So stop, stop trying to be so perfect and just do it. Yeah. Just start. Do what makes you happy. And uh, have you been happy with the shift? What shift? into retail from oh your God, world yes, of yeah, yes it's been I, a good move it is it's one of the coolest fucking things i've ever done yeah i i can't believe that i did it yeah but i am so happy that i did to just be my own boss and yeah. call the shots yeah um and to go with my gut instinct instead of you know Bring having to bring it to somebody else and say, what do you think? And then yeah. have them turn you down. I am Frank Sinatra. I'm going to do it my way. Yep. And that's what I love about this. Yeah. So if I'm going to make a mistake, I'm going to make a mistake. But yeah. you better believe that I'm going to learn from it. Yeah. And I'm coming back. So. Yeah. Yeah. I. It's. It's pretty cool. Well, it's awesome. I love having you in this space. I think it's it's really great that we can share these things with each other. Because like I say, it's I've said this on the show so many times, entrepreneurship can be a wildly lonely experience. And and like I say, and 
as a crit- self-critic, a lot of times I thought it was just me. No. I thought I just, uh, well, I don't have a degree, so that's why I keep messing this up or that's why this is hard. And then it's like, oh, wait, no, it's not. Right. <laughs> so that's why I wanted to share that with you and be like, just so you know, it's not you. No. <laughs> like, this is really a hard time. It really and is. And it's okay. And so, you know, if anybody is thinking about starting a business or is in business and, you know, frazzled or has a question, I think Amanda would agree with me, like reach out. We're open. I think it's really good to have a community, you know, where we can say to each other, like, hey, are you guys slow this week? Mm -hmm. And because if it is, it's like, whoo, all right, good. We'll ride it out till next week. Not a mistake. Yeah. So, so, well, it's so exciting. I can't wait to see what you do next. And you're far enough in now. You can start to see the milestones and see the growth. And I think you're going to have a hell of a Christmas. So we'll have to come back after and unpack everything. So guys, (laughs) if you enjoyed this episode or think someone needs to hear this message, please share it and we'll see you next time. Thanks for watching and listening. Be sure to follow us on all the socials, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. 